0: I gave Deacon John an opportunity to preach, but he said no. So this long homily is because of him, okay? So don't blame me. 13 years old, was just confirmed. Fresh chrism running down the forehead, down my nose. Gifts when money were rolling in. Made a promise to God I will from this day serve you, God, love you. Go to church every Sunday and be that perfect young man that he made me to be and I was on fire with the love of God and I was ecstatic and then the following Sunday my mother knocked on the door and I said no I'm sleeping I'm not going to church anymore and that continued on until my catholic years I went to a catholic university my parents said you have to go to a catholic university so that way you maintain your faith which doesn't make any sense because I stopped going to church at the age of 13. So I went to a Catholic university, and there you think that I will, my faith will be restored. No, that's why I continue, continue to not practice my faith. I think we all have experienced that. A friend, a family, a son, or a daughter who walked away from the faith. Data has shown that about 80% of Catholics, 80% by the time they reach the age of 23, has either left the Catholic faith, doesn't acknowledge any God, or there's no affiliation whatsoever to any religion, 80%. Those are staggering numbers, and I think we all have experienced that. I have a brother who walked away from the faith. He walked away, and he followed my example because I was the oldest. He said, if John can walk away from the faith, why can't I? And he did. He walked away from the faith. He's now a Baptist. He drinks like a Catholic, but he's a Baptist nevertheless. <laughs> but we all have Somebody. Somebody who's walked away from the faith, and especially the college days. The college days, we re- go back in time and remember those days you know, when this, we have to sing those one word, that F word, freedom. Freedom to do anything we want without any responsibilities or consequences. Freedom that our parents are not looking over our shoulders and say, do your homework, go to sleep. Freedom to stay out as lazy as you want, to do anything you want. And the problem is that there are no consequences, but there are always consequences to our actions. And within that freedom, of course, you know we experience different things. And the recent study has shown that the current atmosphere in college campuses is that 66.6% of college students are depressed. And then the other numbers are their depressed, overwhelming anger, hopelessness, frustrations. All these things are happening on campus. And so, what happens when we face these wounds and these brokenness? Well, we drown ourselves in things, the pleasure of this world, whether it be alcohol, party, drugs the hookup mentality, technology, whatever that may be, to numb the pain and the hurt. And I think we all have experienced that in college. But not only that, but nowadays at universities, you know, unlike when I was going back in the, when I was in the early 90s, when I was going to universities, my professor actually taught me the subject I was taking. They didn't input any of their ideology, their philosophy, their political propaganda, whatever it may be. So now, your sons and your daughters, your grandchildren are facing that on college campuses. And if they spoke the wrong word or say the wrong thing, they get that special C, they get canceled. So right now, being a college student is not easy. So what is the solution to this problem that we have now in our society? How can we save our sons and daughters, grandchildren, from falling into this stigma of, I'm an adult now, I don't need God anymore. God doesn't need to exist in my life. Well, the answer is focus. Focus, the academic focus stands for Fellowship of Catholic University Students. So what do they do? Well, these are some of our most recent college graduates. They have a degree, and instead of using that degree to start a career, they decide to go back on college campuses. To do what? To evangelize. And they use the method of win, build, and send to win the heart of your sons and your daughters, to build up their spiritual life, their faith life, And then to send them out to be missionaries, to evangelize to their own friends. It's amazing what they're doing. But along the way, though, they're also facing rejection. Because it's not easy being a Christian, and especially a Catholic, on college campuses. I know that for a fact. As a priest, I'll walk on college campuses, and you can tell who's Catholic, who's not. The one that is not Catholic, to come by and say hi. The one who is Catholic, look at you and run the other way. Okay, so they like, uh-oh, I don't want to talk to you. I'm an adult now. I don't need to talk to you. I don't need God in my life at all. I got the drugs. I got the alcohol. I got the parties. I don't need anything else. But to see these young men and young women to be on college campuses, to win the heart of your children is an amazing thing to see. They, how do they win the hearts of your children by showing them, revealing to them to have that deep intimacy with the Lord that we can have a personal relationship with God? For some apparent reason, we lost that understanding in our teenage year and our young adult life that we think that once we confirmed we become an adult in the eyes of the church, well, guess what? We don't need God anymore. I graduated from my faith. But in actually we haven't graduated because faith is gro- is ongoing growth, ongoing formation. And these missionaries are everywhere, whether they be in the bleachers at watching the game, at a, walking across campus, at a cafe, wherever in the library, wherever they may be, they encounter your children to help them grow in the faith. But the beauty of that is that they don't pontificate, they don't preach to them. They walk with them, and at times you have to get rejected. And it hurts. Well, what keeps these young men and young women going is because of today's first reading. Be strong and fear not. See, those are the words of hope. Hope for our world, our society, and our church. Be strong and fear not. It's amazing that they who have left a career, a family, and some do have families, to go on college campuses, to serve for two years. In order to have to serve two years, they have to raise their own funds. Can you imagine having a degree and you're excited and you're like, okay, what, what, what's, I'm not gonna get six digits. What are my six figures? And you get hired by Focus, and you ask Focus, what is my salary? And they tell you, whatever you raise. They're like, what? That's right. These missionaries, not only they sacrifice entering into the workforce or starting a career or getting advanced degrees. No, they have to raise their own funds to live, to be on college campuses. That's like, why? Because they encountered the living God. Their hearts been set on fire with God's love. And they want nothing more. They 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 experience that 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 lie from the enemy. That, yes, alcohol, drugs, hookup mentality, party scenes, whatever that may be, does not help. It doesn't bring us happiness it gives us a false sense of a false happiness. But there's no true happiness unless we truly live in the presence of God. Because only God can heal us. Only God can cause us into His relationship with Him. And all He does is open Himself to us. And all we have to do is say yes. And that's the beauty of God. So right now in the pews, these are these brochures. If I can ask you, please pass it out. Take it all pass out to everyone, please. Inside this brochure, and if those of you just waking up from my homily, awesome, you're waking up the right time, okay? Pass these brochures around. If you open it up, there's information about what we're focused, the numbers, what they do. But the most important I want to direct you to is where it says prayer request. Maybe we have family and friends who have walked away from the faith. Put their name down, because the missionaries would love to pray for them. And at the end of the mass, there's a box out in the vestibule that says that has a focus table to it. You can drop this, this brochure in there or hand it to me on the way out. Cause we all have somebody, we all desire our family and our friends to to be saints, to grow in a life of holiness. But I'm here for two reasons. First of all, is to ask you to pray for the missionaries for their courage for their strength, for their faith, for what they're doing on college campuses. Because they need our prayers more than anything else. They're really on the front line. Being with your sons and your daughters, your grandchildren and walking with them. To hold on to them. Like I said, 80% by the age of 23 have walked away from the faith. And in the most recent study too it says that 66% of Credo Catholics do not believe in the true presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist. That means that we have our God right here with us, the living God. 66% of Credo Catholics do not believe. So please pray for our missionaries. I have one here with us tonight. His name is Patrick. He's serving on the team in uh, University of Wisconsin in Oshkosh. But pray, pray for them talk to them, and they'll tell you what amazing things that God is doing through them as his instrument. But the second thing is financial support. If you look in the back of the brochure, there are numbers. You're asking, How can, what can I do right now to support them through your financial support? I believe in what they do. I don't work for focus. I'm a religious order priest, and I'm the vocation director, so I have a full-time job. But I believe in their mission. I believe what they do. But I do join them in the summer for their training in Bismarck and at um, Ave Maria in uh, Naples. God today says, be strong and fear not. God invites us right now in this moment as He strengthened us in the Eucharist when he feeds us. He nourishes us. He gives us that strength to not be afraid that we're not orphans. As he feeds us, how are we feeding one another? How are we feeding our brothers and sisters in Christ? How can you today, invited by the Lord, feed the focused missionaries to support them, to pray for them? That's an invitation God's given to you today. How will you answer that call? Thank you and God bless.